Hi everyone, and welcome to Tales of Grim. For those that don't know me, my name is Tyler Naismith, and this is Tori. Hey guys! So we love scary stories and horror films. It doesn't matter if it's about ghosts, monsters, true crime, or whatever. So there are a ton of creepy myths and legends out there, and we decided to make this podcast so we could talk about them all, because they are so fascinating to us. And today we're going to talk about one of my favorites, and that's Mothman. <laughs> According to eyewitness reports, Mothman is a 6-7 foot tall moth-like humanoid with bright glowing red eyes and feather-like wings. While most of the sights took place in 1966 around the area of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, there were still a few incidents that occurred in nearby cities and states. One of the things that fascinates me the most about the supposed creature was that the number of sightings that took place in over the span of a year had so many people from the same town all seeing it. Now, was this because of some mass hysteria? Or what some people have dubbed moth mania? Or is this some sort of giant mythical creature hiding in the woods in the Point Pleasant area? Who knows? One of the very first reports took place in the summer of 1966. A woman living in Ohio Valley was in her backyard when supposedly a six-foot-long butterfly soared past her in the sky. The woman was instantly caught off guard, but she didn't actually report her sighting to the police or the local newspapers. She only told a few select people that she trusted about the incident, which is understandable. Mm -hmm. If I saw some giant butterfly, I wouldn't say anything about it either. Like, I would assume people would think I'm crazy. Same, honestly. <laughs> And that brings us to our next sighting, which was on September 1st, 1966. At around 2 p.m., another woman claimed to have seen a man flying outside the Pineland Plantation in Mississippi. After leaving the area, the woman immediately called the Delta Democrat Times. The woman explained to the Times what she saw, and the news team headed to the area immediately with cameras. And when they arrived, they only saw a large group of people looking into the sky. The news team sadly didn't see anything, but after interviewing the people, they quickly learned that everyone saw some sort of man flying around the area at a low altitude. It wasn't until the month of November that there was a major increase in sightings, specifically around the TNT area of Point Pleasant. Now, the TNT area was a remote spot just north of the town, and during World War II, it was used to store ammunition and explosives for the war. In one of the most northern buildings of the TNT area, there was an abandoned power plant. Now, many residents in the area believe that this was actually the home of Mothman, mostly because uh, this is where a lot of the sightings took place. Some of the local teenagers during this time, they, they actually claimed to see a giant bird flying around this building, which is very different than a giant moth. And in fact, so many teenagers saw like this giant bird that they ended up calling the power plant building the birdcage. That's actually a cool nickname. Why is that a cool nickname? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I could just imagine being in high school like, hey guys, what are you up to tonight? Oh yeah, we're all gonna go uh, hang out over by the birdcage, you know? You wanna go drink some beers at the birdcage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so it was called the birdcage. I, I just thought it was very interesting. But what I also found interesting was that teenagers were calling it a giant bird, but like a lot of the adults were like, it's a moth-like man. Well, they all have bigger wings, and I'm guessing people aren't getting a very clear image as, like, myths and legends usually are. That's true. And we actually wouldn't get an actual, like, moth-man description until much later, but we'll get into that in a bit. 
So another thing to keep in mind was that the area was highly polluted and many of the ingredients used to create ammunition actually seeped into the ground of the TNT area. It wouldn't be until about the 1970s when scientists finally declared the area to be an environmental disaster. Finally. Yeah. And with <laughs> such toxic levels coming from this area, it actually led to two different theories about the Mothman. So theory number one was that it was actually a mutated sandhill crane. You know, again, that kind of goes with the whole, it has red eyes, it has a giant wingspan, it can stand up to the height of a human being. And if it was mutated from, like, all these toxic levels from the TNT areas, like, sure, I could see that being, like, a monster. And then the second theory was that the land actually spawned this mutant creature. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? Um, interesting? I, I mean, I guess it could happen because there are definitely legends of like people being mutated i guess because of natural things yeah i've definitely heard of like radiation mutating things then again i don't know if this land was like poisonous but that's kind of like the impression i got from what i was reading i mean you're dealing with ammunition from world war ii and when how long was that so like they ended until up, they finally declared it um, like a natural disaster? Um, it was in the 1970s. So all these sightings took place in 1966, and in the 70s is finally when scientists were like, no one come here anymore, this, is, this land is dangerous. Yeah, and I'm guessing maybe ammunition wasn't the only thing that they made there, knowing the sketchy things that happened in World War II. Well, I mean... Who's to say? I mean, we, I never heard, I didn't read any other, like, facts or anything about that, so that's kind of all speculation between us. Well, duh, it's secret military stuff. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> so, like, basically the theory could work, I guess, but was it a man that was mutated, or was it a moth that was mutated, or, like, you, we would need to get into more descriptions about that theory, which... I think is obviously insane. <laughs> the Sandhill Crane Theory came from Robert L. Smith, um, who was like a professor in the area. Mm -hmm. And when he heard a Mothman, he was like, no, 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 no. I'm not buying some mutated creature. He's <laughs> like, this is some animal that people are seeing. And that's when he brought up the Sandhill Crane because they basically have red skin around their eyes. And when they stand upright, they fit the profile of like, an average sized human male. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, you can easily mistake this creature as, you know, a man-sized monster late at night. Okay, so one of the next sightings took place on November 12th. So a group of five men were digging a grave at a local cemetery. While they were digging, they ended up seeing something flying above the tree line. And this was kind of like the, the first like major report other than like people being like, Oh, I saw something. Because this is the mm -hmm. first time you had, like, a bigger group of people compared to individual people. The next case that happens is kind of one of the bigger ones, and there's actually a plaque in Point Pleasant that kind of commemorates this night of this sighting, and it's, which is very interesting. This happened on November 15th, 1966. Roger and Linda Scarberry and their friends Steve and Mary Maletti, I apologize if I got their names wrong, 
But they were from Point Pleasant, and they were they happened to be driving around the TNT area. And as they drove past the power plant, Steve noticed something strange, and he ended up pointing to two glowing red eyes that were looking back at them. As the group of four examined this creature further, they noticed that it was a gray-colored man, about six or seven feet tall, and had large wings protruding from its back. They described it as a half-man, half-monster, and Linda said, quote, you could see the muscles in its legs, unquote. They also went on to say that the creature didn't run, but as it walked towards them, it actually wobbled, like it, was, it had trouble keeping balance, like maybe the wings were too big on its back or something. Or it was injured somehow? That's very possible. So now, these couples were in disbelief at what they were seeing, and they were basically just like, forget this, we're leaving. So they start driving off. So they end up reaching Route 62, with Roger behind the wheel driving a 57 Chevy, which is... I imagine a pretty fast car. <laughs> sounds cool. Yeah, it, it sounds like it's like a muscle car, you know, like <laughs> something that would be restored and can hit like very fast mileage. So as Roger's driving, they hear Linda yelling, basically telling them to hurry up. So now at this point, everyone in the car quickly noticed this creature flying after them. And they all claim that this creature had about a 10-foot wingspan. That is huge. It's a good wingspan. <laughs> that, is, that is very big. That is bigger than us. <laughs> and as they're driving, they eventually hit this long stretch of road. And at this point, Roger guns it. And he's hitting about 100 miles per hour down this long stretch of road. They said that this creature was keeping up with them very easily. And Linda even went on to say, quote, We didn't know what it was. I don't think we've ever been so scared. Unquote. What exactly were they doing out in the forest so late at night? I don't know. They were probably drinking or, you know, I don't know if this was like a lover's lane area or not, but, you know, that's also very possible. I don't think it would be a lover's lane with two couples. That would be kind of weird. Well, uh, that's a good point. But it was a very remote area with not a lot of, like, people. So, so they were probably drinking or maybe smoking or something. So could you say that they could be intoxicated enough to possibly hallucinate some of this stuff? Um, all speculation. I mean, anything's possible. But one of the things that can counter with that is that so many people claim to have seen this thing. So as they're driving, the couples also claim that the wings were hitting the top of their car. And that this thing was making this shriek that resembled, like, a giant mouse shrieking. And this thing followed them very, very far until eventually they pulled off at a local Dairyland, which I looked up, and I assumed it was, like, a Dairy Queen, like, an ice cream place, but the uh -huh. only thing I found was, like, a car insurance place. So I don't know if this is where they pulled off. A Dairyland? Dairyland. But as they're checking out the car, they see a bunch of scratches on the top of his car. And so in the end, they kind of decide, like, okay, should we talk to the police? Uh, should we make this an official statement? But if we do, people are going to think we're crazy. And Roger did not want to talk to the police, but he kind of got outvoted in the matter, and they end up talking to the police. Now at this point, after they make this official statement, this becomes a big deal. Within the next following, like, two weeks many more sightings get reported to the news and the police. All of them were basically saying the same thing. They saw a flying gray man with 10-foot-long wings and glowing red eyes. 
So now let me ask you, at this point in the story, do you think that this was moth mania? Or were you, were, you know, everyone's just kind of like claiming to see the same thing because this is a small town? Or do you think there's maybe something actually there? Um... We get two solid weeks of nearly every day someone seeing something. You know, I really love Mothman as well. I have always loved the legends about it, and it is one of the bigger legends in the U.S., definitely. Um, But I kind of have to start wondering whether whether it could be Mothmania. I love that it's like Mothmania. It's kind of like how it's written out. Very much so. I love the pun in that. But yeah, no, it, it's very possible. I mean, you could definitely have a mass hysteria. And, you know, with a small town, you know, I can't imagine there's a lot going on. Of course, you know, I didn't live there, so I don't officially know. I kind of have to ask this. Was there any evidence that, like, the two couples had actually seen it? Like, any dents on the car from when their wings were yeah, hitting so it? Or when they examined like the car... That? There was actually a bunch of scratches, like weird scratches on the top of the roof of the car. See, my thought with that is that maybe someone in one of the two couples, um, like, knew about Mothman in advance and was like, hey guys, I know a way that we can get kind of famous, maybe not money famous, but people really pay attention to us. Let's do this. And then they all basically go out drinking on this highway, um, and they all make up this story of seeing Mothman, and then that leads everyone else to basically not want to be left out and seeing it, mm-hmm. um, and wanting their own piece of little seeing it or whatever, their little glory, so... I mean, again, though, that's all speculation. Of course. Right. I don't know. I find it kind of hard to believe that a whole town would want to make this up. You know? It's a small town, right? Yeah. So if you really think about it, it, <laughs> it could have honestly been a little uh, devious plan from the mayor himself at the time. Maybe saying, hey, Again, we need all to speculation. Bring more this is not an actual <laughs> thing. No, I know, but just. Trying to, some more theories. Oh, uh, so you're trying to get the whole conspiracy thing going on. Oh, hell yeah. Definitely. Okay. Um, so it could have been, like, the mayor came to everyone and said, Hey, guys, we're a small town. We need a little bit more revenue. Um, we had this Mothman X amount of years ago, and he kind of blew up a little bit. Wait, so, at, what, at what point are you saying this is going on? This is probably the mayor saying this to the town in, in before 1966? the whole In 1966? Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> Okay, I'm trying to figure out your conspiracy. Because <laughs> Mothman didn't start showing up until 1966. That we and know of. That we know of. And that he, the reports were basically only for about a year. So now this kind of goes into the next segment, where after the month of November, there was a lot fewer sightings of Mothman. And like this would kind of go on that there would be like a random one here, a random one here, like throughout the next year. So now at this point, there are a bunch of theories about what it was, where did it come from, or what did it even want. Was it a mutant crane, or like a mutant, or a demon, or an alien? But one of my favorite explanations for the Mothman was that it was actually the Harbinger of Doom. 
<laughs> Spooky, right? Oh, I love that. How do we get to there? Okay, so there are some people that thought that seeing Mothman meant that it was some impending doom. Like, something bad was going to happen. And this theory came from the collapse of the Silver Bridge. The Silver Bridge was originally built in 1928, and it connected Point Pleasant, West Virginia to, I'm going to butcher this name, Gallipolis, Ohio. When this bridge was designed, it was during a time where cars weighed a lot less. Like, you know, in 1928 when the bridge was built, cars weighed roughly 1,500 pounds. And by 1967, cars were a lot heavier, there's a lot more in them, and they weighed approximately 4,000 pounds. Mm-hmm. So now, on December 15th, 1967, the Silver Bridge was packed full of cars from, like, end to end. And the weight from all the cars caused a chain to snap on the bridge, and at this point, the bridge basically collapsed, and cars plummeted into the freezing Ohio River. And this led to 46 deaths. How does this relate back to Mothman? Well... Moments before the bridge collapsed, people claimed to have seen and even photographed Mothman flying around the bridge and even perched on top of one of like one of like the pillars. Basically, people were saying that they spotted it and the second the bridge collapsed, he disappeared. And there weren't any more sightings in Point Pleasant after the bridge collapsed. Him showing up was basically building up to this point almost a year later, some tragic accident. And that's why they think he's the harbinger of doom. Now, I like to think that Mothman is misunderstood and he was actually probably trying to warn people, being like, no, 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 guys, something bad's gonna happen. Get out of here. And people just ignored it. That's just my little take on it, though. Yeah. I mean, I kind of get both sides, because... If people did see it in person, seeing freaking Mothman, like... Six, seven foot tall, gray humanoid, glowing red eyes and giant wings. Uh, you would honestly think monster. <laughs> yes. Um, Screeches like a giant mouse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I could just imagine that. Um, and then a bridge collapsing... You need to have something to kind of blame, so I guess it would be easy to blame the big-ass monster that was there. Right. But, I mean, the the actual report of the bridge collapse was that, you know, there was too yes. much weight on it. Mm-hmm. And, and it the, was a weaker bridge. Yeah, it was designed, bridge. it was very, well, not very old, but it was an older bridge that wasn't basically built for heavier vehicles. Mm-hmm. At this point... We don't see Mothman for a very long time. Bridge collapse, and he's gonzo. But then in 1975, author John Keel wrote a book called The Mothman Prophecies, which this was actually later turned into a film in 2002. It was an okay movie, in my opinion. <laughs> but oh, you've seen it? I did, yes. Long time ago. In the book, John Keel claimed that residents of Point Pleasant were actually experiencing supernatural phenomenon, such as, like, seeing UFOs, and that some residents were actually visited by men in black. If you don't know what the men in black are, that's a whole nother conspiracy that we may get into in like another episode, but the gist of it is that government organization that basically tell you to hush hush we whenever you see like a like an alien or something like that. Think of it as a mix between the um well the men in black that like Will Smith is in and a very covert organization slash 
Maybe a piece of the CIA or something like that? Again, all speculation. <laughs> yes, Tori's so personal opinion. <laughs> yes. Just want to make that clear. Well, it's also, like, it's what I've read about it, too. True. Like, it's a deeper organization that comes to, like, wipe your mind and say, hush, hush. Yeah, no, there, there's there's some terrifying um, stories on the Men in Black. But again, oh, yeah. we'll save that for, like, another episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have plenty. Oh, yeah, no, there's so many supernatural things we could talk about <laughs> and paranormal things. It's amazing. So, whole year before the bridge collapsed, John Kilo was basically saying that a lot of people were experiencing all these weird things. And that even some people were getting visions of the bridge collapsing. Were these visions said before or after the bridge collapse? So, all this came out in his book that he wrote in 1975. So, this is eight years later after the bridge collapsed. And basically what he's saying is that some of the people told him that they were receiving visions of the bridge collapsing, other people were seeing UFOs, and other people were being visited by the men in black. Okay. Of course, I don't have names of these people, but this is all based on John Keel's book. And all this is, has to do with Mothman, and that's why some people thought that Mothman might have been an alien or something, because he was giving people these visions of, like, warnings or, you know, seeing the UFOs. It wouldn't be for many, many, many years later till there's other reported sightings of Mothman. And this goes again with the Harbinger of Doom theory, because mm -hmm. other reports of Mothman being sighted were linked to the Chernobyl incident, and even the 2011 nuclear explosion in Fukushima, Japan. People claimed to see the Mothman flying around these nuclear disaster sites before they all exploded and went off. So... Then with that theory, he's not just in that state anymore. He's going worldwide then. Right. And well, and even back in the beginning, like I said, he there were reports of him in like Mississippi and Point Pleasance in West Virginia. So there have been other reports of him in other cities and states as well. It's just a majority of them happened in Point Pleasant or around the area. Yeah, but I guess to go worldwide is more of it's a bigger thing than just to stay in, I guess, the Midwest kind of area of the U.S. I'd say, like, the South. West, I, West, West mm. Virginia is the South, right? I don't know. I'm not good with geo geography. <laughs> I was about to say geology. That's rocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, e no West Coast State. Yeah. No. East Coast. East Coast. Yes. Not West Coast. We're West Coast. But yeah, so he's very much linked to, like, these tragedies as well, which is very interesting. And, and again, that kind of hits on the Harbinger of Doom thing, or mm -hmm. a misunderstood monster that really just wants to warn people. That's my, my, uh, my take on Mothman. He's misunderstood. He just yeah. wants a friend. I can also just imagine him being like, hey guys, guys get away. There, there's going to be something really bad that happens here. Go away. Basically. I don't want you guys getting hurt. Yeah, I would believe it. <laughs> so Mothman became a very big thing, and actually in 2002, the city of Point Pleasant decided to embrace Mothmania. And, because, you know, that was such a big part of the town's life for a solid year. And they now, as of 2002, host a yearly festival in September, and it attracts a wide variety of, like, tourists, cosplayers, bands come in and play, there's all these different vendors, like, 
some of the local townspeople make like a Mothman pizza and like Mothman's theme like themed food. It's crazy. They also <laughs> created a giant 12 foot tall metal statue of Mothman. And this is like I don't think it's directly in town square, but it's like in a major point of the city. And Mothman just became this giant kind of, you know, part of the town and it's pretty incredible. So what you're saying is because of Mothman, they're getting a lot more tourists to this small little town. Yes, except this didn't happen until 2002. So this is now nearly 30 or 40 years later after the after the incident. So basically that mayor he still could have had that whole plan, but it didn't work out until years after he was at office. Very possible. <laughs> Who knows? Conspiracies. Those are, you know, some of the Mothman facts. It may not be every single one, but let me ask you, what are your thoughts on the Mothman? Is he real? See, I still want to say yes, because I, I do love Mothman. I have since I first heard about him. I love all legends, but him probably most of all. But there are parts where it's kind of just, it's too coincidental that, you know, over a span of two weeks, everyone in town is, you know, seeing this creature and these two couples who were probably smoking, drinking, you know, we don't whatever. know what they were doing. They were just in the area. I don't know. I do want to say that I saw something. Maybe I read something or saw like a video or something about that. And it was reported that they were under the influence of something. But all of their stories still match. So they were all validated. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't read anything but, about them being under the influence. But I mean, again, you know, young kids driving off to a remote area. It's very possible. But weren't they... Like, older adults, though? I believe they were in their later teens or early 20s. Mm. I well, believe. But still, I could be wrong. But still, like, if they were drinking and smoking, like, they could have hallucinated it. Um, or they could have seen something, like... Like the Sandhill Crane? Or, honestly, there could have been some really crazy guy with, like, night vision goggles... And like a full like gray in the 60s. suit, <laughs> yeah. And Actually, like these like fake wings trying to like scare people. Like I don't know. There was a theory that there was a prankster doing all this. I mean, there was it never a name. Could be real. It's possible. A very possible that someone was dressing up, <laughs> scaring people. But there was never like an official named person as the prankster doing this. At least mm -hmm. to my knowledge. I mean, very possible theory. Honestly, my favorite theory of all is that he is a, he does come warning of disaster, so he is kind of like a harbinger of death of sorts, some people would call it. Uh, maybe he comes from, from a different dimension or an alien of some sort. Or he mutated from the land. I find yeah. that, theater hard, that theory harder to believe. That he was mutated? Well, that he was basically spawned from the TNT area. Yeah. Just because I feel like if it was that polluted, we would see a lot more of, like, mutated creatures, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't see just one thing. Right. It doesn't concentrate into one being. It spreads out. Exactly. 
So yeah, so that's Mothman, everyone. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, uh, you could probably found this on Spotify, SoundCloud, or even um, Apple Podcast. Uh, we would very much appreciate it if you gave us like a like, you know, comment on us, five stars, whatever. It, it really means a lot to us, and you know, it, it's fun. And if we know we're doing a good job, we'll keep making more episodes. Yeah, and if you guys have any uh, legendary creatures or urban legends um, that you want us to actually dive into, um, but anything like the Loch Ness Monster, like Champ, like um, the Goatman and his Bridge, Bray Wolf Beast, anything like that, anything you guys can think of, um, we are here to listen, and we are happy to do all of the research and do a podcast on it. Yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you soon. See you guys.